the night with Rick Ballou on 1010XL 92.5 FM. does not say please donate I do not know what does such a lovely and spirited sound each and every night beginning at 6 part of your first place Jacksonville Jaguars part of your undefeated Florida State Seminoles both with huge games coming up Saturday night Monday night respectively. We'll talk about all the big games throughout the course of the next couple of hours. We'll check the money with the Philly Godfather. John Osher is going to stop by. SeniorRiderJaguars.com. Have some new information on Florida State. Plus, the transfer portal is absolutely going crazy, particularly a quarterback. We have all that over the next couple of hours. But this is our yearly show, and this is a big day for us all. It's... um. I think it's one of the greatest representations of what Duval is all about year in, year out, where we have asked you to donate $200,000 for the J-Fund Radiothon. And and this is something that, that we've now done for 16 years. And it gets better every year. It, it, um, it's great because whether you're a, a Seminole or a Gator or a dog, or no matter what it is, a cane, um, you know, sports is a diversion. It, it, it shouldn't have the angst, uh, the venom of politics. You know, for instance, at Thanksgiving just last week, I, uh, I sat down with, with our family, and right out of the gate, I began talking politics. But that was, that was a strategy. Therefore, by doing that, now I don't have to buy any of them Christmas presents because they're no longer going to talk to me, right? That's politics, okay? Sports is different. Sports, you can disagree, and it's there's never an in-between. It's either you are absolutely number one or you are the worst ever. I'm not going to use some of those four-letter words. Uh, I don't want to do that right now because not for today's show. But this is where we come together, right? And there is that point in life, and I said it to Frank, Lauren, and Hayes, and I meant it. I don't know when it actually does come about. But you turn from receiving to giving, and it actually means more to give something, whether it's seeing a small child smile or no matter what it can be, buy someone a beer, give someone a three- or four-foot putt. I don't know. Giving really feels good, and I'm not sure when you actually cross that line, uh, but it's a better feeling. It truly is. And today is all about uh, the J Fund, it's all about the kids, it's all about their families. You're going to hear from a couple of special guests over the next couple of hours. We're asking you for $100. Let's get things started with one of our longtime sponsors here, the good folks over at John's Auto. Each and every year, they donate, and they've been a staple here in Jacksonville since 1985. Right in the city there on Arlington, uh, was just there about a month ago. Uh, you know, I dropped off my key GMC uh, Sierra and said, take a look at it. Head to toe, whatever needs fixing, let's do it. And they're absolutely spectacular. Love the folks 
at John's Auto. Uh, they are in uh, with a recent donation. We're asking for $100, or you can bump it up to $116 in honor of our 16th anniversary here for the Radiothon. 904-207-77. Uh, make that 70-70, okay? 904-207-70-70, or text GOAL, G-O-A-L, to 24372. Just go to tcjfund.org slash radio. Don, let's bring in our good friend, Tom Champion, who I know this means the world to him because I've been with him since day one here at 1010XL and 92.5 FM. But this is the 16th year we've done this. 16 years we've been doing this. And almost every year for about the last dozen years, we've set a new record from the previous year. Amazing. Last year. We did 249000 which was almost $100,000 higher than the goal that we had set. Okay. Now, you just mentioned John's Auto. Yeah. $1,010. Andy Maples oh. has chipped in 1000 bucks. Oh, Andy. Thank you so much. Yolanda Greer, $1,010. Yo, uh, what was it again? Yolanda Yo- Greer. Yolanda. Yeah, thank you very much. And this is just as important. She has a note here that she would like to volunteer next year. Hey, hey. I mean, I'm not surprised. We have incredible volunteers and incredible listeners. Here's another one. Ty Cruz and the Cruz Family Foundation, 1010 bucks. Ty, I want to party with you. You, you sound like a guy that uh, you and I could have a great time. <laughs> Ty Cruz, thank you. So very much. I mean, this means a lot to me. This into the night audience, and and you know the AM's going to have the Gator game on. Gator game on. JU's going to be on the AM stream. So it's ninety two five tonight. It's ninety two five. The app. I, I don't walk around here bragging about the Knolls. I don't walk around here bragging about the Jaguars. I do walk around here pumping my chest about the into the night. Listeners, we do things that are different here, JJ and I, than you hear on any other show. Not to say that they're not tremendous shows. We're just different. And your appreciation is this. Donate to the J Fund, to these kids, and to these families. Again, 904-207-7070. Asking for $100. You can bump it up to $116 in honor of our 16th anniversary. You can also text gold to 243725 or go to tcjfund.org slash radio. Rick, let me give you an update where we are. Please. At 6 o'clock, when okay. the Frangie Show walked out, you mm-hmm. stepped in $246,175 today since 7 o'clock this morning. Absolutely incredible. Our goal was 200000 that's what we were saying, but really inside we were thinking our goal was 250000 because last year we did 249000 We are, when you started your show a few minutes ago, less than $4,000 from going over a quarter of a million. I'd love to get that before our first guest. Now, what can we honestly ask these listeners, what what number is out of reach? Can, can we go to two seventy five tonight? Well, I say let's get two fifty as quickly as we can, and then reset another goal. I mean, two seventy five would be a statement. That, that would be like the Jaguars winning nine straight regular season games on the road. 
Nine straight. Okay, regular season. Forget about that playoff loss to Kansas City. Well, you know, this is one for the general manager, I think, because I'm going to let you in on some inside baseball. All right. When we had our J-Fund meeting a few weeks ago, or actually last month, I proposed that our goal should be $250,000 because right. two hundred forty nine is what 1010XL family living in Jacksonville raised last year. And he was nervous. The economy's not good. You know, how, how, oh, yeah. how much can you ask? And I confidently felt when I woke up this morning that 250 was going to happen today. And it could be happening right now if those phones are ringing in the back room with all those fantastic J-Fund volunteers waiting to answer your call. So it looks like, Rick, Right now, the sky's the limit for a new record, and who knows how high we can go. If you, listening, haven't made your call yet and you're still going to do it in the next couple hours. I would love to put up record-setting numbers uh, tonight, and and I think with the listeners of Into the Night on 92.5 FM, we have an opportunity uh, to pull this off. I really feel that way. I'm confident about our listeners. Well, we've heard some amazing stories today. And just a few minutes ago, we heard Tom Coughlin pour out his heart. And I'm telling you, sitting in this room this morning at 7 o'clock when he was in with Dan and Jeff and then with Frank and the Frangie show, that man's passion for helping people, it's contagious. You can feel it. You can see it. I had chills both times today watching him talk about how important it is to him and his family. I mean, they live for this. Oh, I know they do. The entire Coughlin family, and, you know, it was one of his players who was diagnosed with this, you know, decades ago at Boston College. And we've seen it grow over the last 16 years. It's been uh, just phenomenal. And, you know, we we want that tonight. We want record-setting numbers. So, 904-207-78. 70. I'm looking right now. We have wide open phone lines. Okay. Let me say that again. 904-207-7070. We're asking for $100 or more. Bump it up to $116 in honor of our sweet 16th anniversary of the Radiothon. That is absolutely uh, perfect if you can do that. You can also text. All right. That's GOAL. G-O-A-L. The 243725 or go to the slash. Radio Thon. And, and I have breaking news. What? Um, what do we got? So John Zotto, you said, just gave. Mm-hmm. The son of John. Johnny. Young John is matching pops. Love Johnny. So thank you very much. Johnny's a good, Johnny's a knoll. I love the family. I, love, I mean, it, that's great. I mean, and, and John Zotto's been doing this forever. And that's what's, they're good people. They're, they're, they're good mom and pop business owners. In this case, son and uh, dad and son, uh, appreciate it, both Johnny and Johnny, uh, the Warren family, getting things cranked up. You can match them. Again, 904-207-7070. Tom Chin, before we let you go and bring in our first guest, anything else we need to get out right now? No, you've said it. Let's just keep them, keep them coming and keep those phones ringing. We have some amazing volunteers who have given up part of their day to help you help families battling childhood cancer right here in the city that we live 
in and love so much. No doubt about it. All right, thank you, Tom Champion. He'll keep us updated on uh, the numbers. And again, you can keep dialing 904-207-7070. That is appreciated as always. All right, my opening comments tonight and every night brought to you by Schmunez Vision, another fantastic um, business uh, that I just love right here in Jackson. Let me tell you, they're much more than just getting in there for an eye examination. For instance, eight and a half years ago, when I went, they noticed something really bad in my right eye. That was Dr. Neil Schmunez. The very next day, I had eye surgery. It's common. The older we get, you could have a cataract issue, maybe an issue with your cornea. Maybe you have double vision. Maybe you have blurry vision. I don't know. So many different things with your eyes, and we often neglect them, and it really surprises me that people still sleep in their contacts or people go a great period of time with not getting an update with your eyesight. You need someone that you can trust. Go to their website. It's spectacular. ShmunezVision.com. ShmunezVision.com. 299-2906. Care you can see the good folks at ShmunezVision.com. All right, we are absolutely jam-packed tonight. Philly Godfather coming up in 25 minutes. We'll check the latest on the money. Florida State and Louisville, Bama and Georgia, the Jaguars and the Bengals. As well, you're going to hear from guests, and they're going to be joining us live in studio as we move through our 16th annual J-Fund Radiothon. Two ways that you can donate. We're asking 100 or more. 904-207-7070 or... Text GOAL to 243-725. You can also go to tcjfund.org slash Radiothon. It is our 16th annual J-Fund Radiothon along with J.J. LaSalva. My name is Rick Ballew. Into the Night with Rick Ballew on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, we're just on the way into the night. We'll go to Vegas in a little bit. The Philly Godfather, the latest numbers on Bama and Georgia. Florida State, Louisville. It's going to be cold in Charlotte. And, of course, Monday night football right here back in Jacksonville. The Jags, big favorite now over the wounded Cincinnati Bengals. It is our 16th annual Tom Coughlin J Fund Radiothon on the verge of putting up record-setting numbers. We're asking for $100 or more. The number's 904-207-7070. Okay, uh, $116 would be tremendous. That would be in honor of our 16th anniversary of the J-Fund. You can also do it by texting. Go to GOAL, G-O-A-L, to 243-725, or go to tcjfund.org slash radio. Don, we are joined in studio by some twins, some eight-year-olds. Parker, his brother Carter, the mom and dad are here as well, Josh and Lindsay. Folks, welcome. It's uh, it's great to have you here during the J-Fund Radiothon. Thank you so much for coming in. I know we're here primarily to talk about eight-year-old Parker. How are you doing, Parker? Good. Yeah, you look good. You look, uh, you look all ready to go, and uh, you told me you like... Flag football, that, that, that's something you like to play, but your brother doesn't like it as much as you do. I like flag football. You like flag football. Okay, they are twins, by the way, eight years old. Yeah, I like flag football. You like flag football. All right, are you a skill position guy? What's your favorite position? Quarterback. Quarterback, okay. How about you, Parker? 
Same. Same. Okay. Uh, Mom and dad, uh, this is a difficult word to pronounce. Uh, Pilocytic astrocytoma. Am I close there? You got it. That's it. Tell us what Parker was diagnosed with and how is he right now? Yeah, so when Parker was uh, two years old, he was, um, we kind of had an emergent situation. Mm-hmm. We, he was at the gym, and all of a sudden he started getting lethargic and um, started throwing up. We thought maybe he bumped his head initially, maybe had a concussion or something, you know, playing in the gym daycare. Right. Um, come to find out after a, a quick, um, we quickly rushed, rushed him to the Orange Park Medical Center, and they did a CT scan, and thankfully were very, very quickly diagnosed that he had a brain tumor. Um, and so they, they life-flighted him at that point over to the Wolfson's Children's Hospital where they did emergent surgery to relieve the, the basically the pressure because the brain tumor caused, a, I believe, a, a, a hydrocephalus, like a blood vessel to burst inside of his head. So he had increased cranial pressure due to the blood, um, blood in his brain. So um, thankfully they were able to perform a successful um, relief, re, relief of, the, of the blood in his brain and and, um, you know, kind of started us down the road that we're on right now. Yeah. Um, Mom and, and uh, Lindsay uh, is her name. I, I can't imagine at the age of two you have twins when this happens. Just kind of take us through that particular moment. And then when the J Fund, your association with them, how did you first learn about the J Fund? Um, so it was definitely a whirlwind. We spent about, I think we were in the hospital for 28 days at first kind of not knowing um, his prognosis. They did a biopsy of his tumor. He still has his tumor. It's never going to be removed just because of the location of it. So it was just a whirlwind. It was just definitely life-changing. Our life has not been the same since. Um, we learned about the J-Friend through the social worker at Nemours. Um, and ever since we've been in contact with the J-Friend, they've helped us so much along the way. I mean, we've connected with other families that are going through similar situations. They've helped us financially. They've hosted so many fun events that have kind of taken our mind off of what we have going on medically and let us just kind of relax and have some fun with other people that, that we can connect with. Parker looks fantastic. How is everything right here today? Yeah, Parker's thankfully right now doing really well. Um, he's gone through kind of three cycles of chemotherapy um, or immunotherapy treatments. So he's currently under under an immunotherapy treatment. Um, and thankfully, you know, we are we consider ourselves very very blessed, very mm-hmm. lucky because he's he's done really well. I mean, there's you know, obviously, think he could be a lot worse. He's he functions and performs just like any other eight year old for the most part would. Um, and so we're we're very grateful for that. And um, you know, he does he's tolerating the medicine very well so far. So. And that's that's really good to hear. Parker is with us. Uh, his uh, his brother is a twin, Carter, uh, as well. It is our 16th annual uh, J Fund Radiothon. We're asking for a hundred dollars or more. Nine zero four two zero seven seventy seventy. And again, one hundred and sixteen dollars would be extra cool. It's the 16th year uh, that we have actually done this. Can you imagine that, Parker? 16 years. So you're what eight? That means twice. A- Twice of your life, we've actually been doing this every single year here on the radio. Now, you said you wore a J-Fun shirt, and some knucklehead thought you were actually an Indianapolis <laughs> Colts fan. That, that's not the case, right? No. Now, who do you like? What's your favorite team? Jaguars. Okay. What do you like to do? What, what do you and your brother do for fun? 
video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know that was going to uh, come into play? All right, which, what's your favorite video game? Minecraft. Mine is um, Five Nights at Freddy's 2. Okay. Very cool. Uh, Mom and Dad, something that uh, I just came across a couple of years ago that I never really realized is, you know, with Carter, when son or daughter, there's an issue, all the attention goes there, you know, indirectly. Siblings often are not getting the same type of attention. I know that that's big. With the J Fund, they have events and things that include the entire family. Counseling provided as well. Just interested in how that whole process went for you guys. Yeah, I mean, like we've said, the J Fund is like an incredible organization. I mean, they really go above and beyond. I mean, we go to some of these events and are just totally blown away at the effort and the, you know, the amount of volunteers that they have that are just putting in all this time and energy into making these events special for for both kids. And so every time we go, you know, obviously. You know, we're there because of what Parker's going through. But, yeah, they, they make sure the whole family gets involved. Um, they make sure the whole family feels special and important and, and loved. And, um, yeah, every time we go, we're just literally, it's, it's, we're blown away. It's incredible. Yeah. They're hosting an event this year, actually, for siblings, a Polar Express that Carter's going to be going to. So he's really excited about oh, that. Oh, that's going to be cool. Yeah. Now, Polar Express, is that Harry Potter? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I mean, I had daughters, but they're all grown up now, so I kind of forgot. Who, who's Polar Express? The Polar Express is um, a movie, and it's about this guy that he sees a train track in front of his house. I mean, a train in front of his house, and he goes in it. Then they go through, like, this giant adventure to the North Pole. When I see you next year, I'm going to remember that, and I promise I will not say it's Harry Potter. Deal? <laughs> When um, when this happens, I mean, you, you have jobs, you have your life, and, but, you know, you're forced to stop and, 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 and take care of your son. What did the J Fund do to assist you, whether financially or, or any other way to, to help you? And how did you hear about the J Fund? Yeah, so, you know, we heard about the J Fund through a social worker at um, Wilson's Children's Hospital and or Nemours, actually, um, while we were going, we were receiving treatment, going for chemotherapy that we would used to initially were going for weekly infusions um, to Nemours for, for chemotherapy. And yeah, they, they kind of told us about the program and, you know, just, you know, we, you know, we were kind of as a whirlwind, you know, your, you know, your mind is thinking about your kid 24 yeah. seven and all these different things. And it's very stressful, stressful thing to go through. And um, yeah, they, they basically, there were many programs that they offered um, to help with, you know, offsetting some of our expenses. Clearly, when you know when you when you have this situation like this, um, you know the expenses were beyond belief. Even with insurance, I mean, right, right. you know, the life flight, you know, is mm-hmm. a fortune. Um, and so there were there are many things that uh, that definitely were, you know, a huge blessing in our lives to to help cover some of the expenses that we had at the time. Um, you know, to offset, you know, the the cost of having to pay for all the medical expenses. So it was, it was, it was amazing. Uh, this is a wonderful story. Um, they haven't always been wonderful over the 16 years that I've done this. Uh, I, I'm just really, really happy Parker that, that you're doing great. I'm, I'm really proud of you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Carter, are you proud of your brother? Yeah. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. Twins. Okay, so you guys must have a whole heck of a lot of fun together, right? Playing video games and playing flag football. No? 
You saying no? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. My brother don't really agree on what video game we're gonna play. Oh really? <laughs> really? Why is it? okay? Okay. So because the video game I play is scary, and oh. the video game Parker plays is not that scary. Now does Santa does Santa have trouble figuring that out? Does he know which one likes scary games and which one doesn't like scary games? Probably about my Christmas list. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's probably, I I don't know how he knows because you know our elves come and he. And oh, the elves, elves know. Kind of figure out. Yeah. Who likes what? Yeah. I'm a big fan. Thank you for coming by to our radio station. You're welcome. Parker, what a heartwarming story. Carter, you as well. Thank you. All right. Mom and Dad, anything um, that we didn't say that you'd like to, uh, that we need to cover before we say goodbye? I I, I think we hit just about it all, but if there's anything else you'd like to uh, add. No, I mean, I would just say that this is a great organization. If you're looking to donate some money, um, I you know, it's money 100% well spent. I mean, yeah. I, I think there's probably not any organization that is more deserving of donation than the Tom Coffin J fund. And so I know that every dollar is stretched out and they, they truly is a blessing in the lives of these kids who are going through probably the hardest thing and families, you know, not just the kids, but the families that are involved are going, you know, the hardest thing they'll ever go through. Um, so yeah, definitely call the 904-207-7070. <laughs> well said, Josh, no doubt. It is a tremendous uh, charity right here in Jacksonville for all of these kids and the kids' families. Josh, thank you. Uh, Lindsay as well. Mom and dad, appreciate it. Uh, Parker, good to see you. And uh, Carter as well, eight-year-old twins. Uh, You just heard Josh give you the numbers, 904-207-7070. We're asking for $100 or more. How about $116 in honor of our 16th anniversary of the J-Fun Radiothon? $116. You can also text GOLD to 243-725. Or go to tcjfund.org slash radiothon. All right, we have big expectations here. We're down, I'm told, right now on on the money. I, I got to believe that that's going to absolutely pick up after you just heard from Carter and his brother Parker. Again, 904-207-7070. With you tonight till 8 o'clock, this is the 16th annual J-Fund Radiothon. Hi, I'm Chris Berman of ESPN, and I choose to be there for the Tom Coughlin J Fund because cancer affects everybody, it affects every family, and if we can help not only the patients, but in this case, their loved ones who are caregivers just live the right way, well, then we're doing a hell of a thing. Call 207-7070 now. Into the Night with Rick Ballou on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Computers just went down. Computers can't go down during the during the J-Fun Radiothon. It just can't happen. We'll fix it. All right, I've just been handed this. Um, I can't believe I got bad news after all. This is a tremendous interview that... We did with Parker and Carter, the eight-year-old twins, Josh and Lindsay, the mom and dad were here as well. I'm told that we're going to shut this down because the phones are all of a sudden, they have stopped ringing here during the six o'clock hour. I thought we were off to a tremendous start when John Warren, then his son Johnny Warren, 
both of John's Auto stepped up with a thousand and ten bucks a pop. Well, let's bring in Tom Champion, who can set the record straight. I, I'm asking for record-setting money tonight during the six and seven o'clock hour. Tom, what's going on? Well, I don't know why your phones are not ringing. My phones are ringing. Rick Alexander from Alexander Law Practice on University Boulevard called in a thousand ten bucks. Kenneth Purcell called in a thousand ten, and he challenges uh, listeners to match his thousand ten, and he gave his in memory of Judy Coughlin. Ah, nice, nice touch there, Ken. But wait, there's more. Okay, the Rising Family has given one thousand one hundred sixteen dollars. And say, if Rick can get another $1,116 donation, the Rising Family will donate another $1,116. Uh, wait a minute. Say, please repeat that because I am a little slow. <laughs> All right? And it has nothing to do with my Florida State education. It's at Boston High School education previous to that. Repeat that, please. Okay. This is from the Rising Family. They're donating $1,116. There must be a significance to that particular number we know the 16 is probably for 16 years yes yeah the radiothon if rick can get another 11 dollars donation from someone listening right now maybe you the rising family will double their donation unbelievable how about that that is spectacular is anyone out there Willing to pull the trigger during the J-Fun Radiothon. It's our 16th annual, 904-207-7070. We're asking for 100 bucks. If you can give more, absolutely, that is appreciated. You can also text GOAL, 243725, or go to tcjfund.org slash radiothon. Do you hey, have Rick, more? Yeah, there's another big donation here from Chris Horcher. Okay. Chris gives... $1,000 to help families battling childhood cancer and challenges Mr. Oh, there, here's a personal challenge. What? You know Bono's Barbecue. Of course. We love Bono's Barbecue. Well, as soon as I go off Southside and pull up Phillips, I mean, you could smell Bono's. It's Every night I drive home, We I like the it. one down on Racetrack okay. Road because that's in our neighborhood. Sure. Well, Chris is challenging Mr. Joe Adib to donate $1,000 for each of his Bono's franchise <laughs> i love that <laughs> that's a heck of a challenge oh man that's that that's incredible uh so what what a great update and uh thank you to all uh it is so incredibly appreciated and uh tom appreciate that the latest update and uh again the phone number for you is 904-207-7070 give 100 bucks or more okay if you can give 116 dollars in recognition of our 16th anniversary, uh, that would be spectacular. You can also do it by texting GOAL, 243725, or go to tcjfund.org/radiothon. So, gotten some personal, um, you know, match-me type of uh, plays here during the J-Fund Radiothon. And it was great to see those two young kids uh, in here, both Eight years of age. I mean, their whole life uh, uh, ahead of them. You know, it's pretty amazing. And you know what it's like when a kid is sick. It's like the worst feeling, right? Because you don't know what's wrong, especially when they're very, very young. They have a difficult time explaining 
to you, you know, what exactly is happening. And uh, I just can't imagine what that's like. I, I know what it's like when my, when my young girls were, were young. I mean, they're 21 and 18 now, so that's, that's no longer the case. But it certainly it was um, years ago. I, I, I miss those days. Uh, certainly I don't miss them being sick, but I, I know you can relate. Um, no question about that. All right. So that is the number we are going to hear from the Philly Godfather here in just one moment. Again, if you would like to donate, please do so. 904-207-7070. Last year, we had a record-setting $249,783. As I began the show tonight, we were at 246000 one hundred and seventy-five dollars. I'd love to get to two hundred and seventy-five thousand bucks, and you can do whatever it is uh, that that you want. It is absolutely appreciated. We're asking for a hundred bucks, one hundred and sixteen in our it to honor our sixteenth anniversary. Or any figure is acceptable here. Tom Coughlin's J Fund Radiothon again. The number nine zero four two zero seven seventy. 70. Let's ring up another guest on the All-Pro Roofing phone line. Six forty-five on a Wednesday. You know what that means? It is time for the Philly Godfather. Philly Godfather, I hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm about 15 pounds heavier, so it was a very heavy Thanksgiving. <laughs> but yeah, it was all good, right? <laughs> yes, yes, and and you know some of those games were one sided on uh, on Thanksgiving as well. Some of those college games on Friday, but you know, I thought overall Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday it was quite a week in both college and pro football. Yeah, it's always a ton of fun during the holidays. You get back, sit back, relax, enjoy some great food, and watch some great football. What's better than that? Nope, you can't think of much. And unfortunately, college-wise, this is it. We have championship Saturday or a championship weekend. Of course, a big game tomorrow night uh, between UW and Oregon, a rematch. And uh, Saturday, and that's it. Next week, Army-Navy, and then we'll wait for the bowl games. Of course, the NFL has six weeks remaining before the wild card playoffs do get underway. Florida State um, struggled early, uh, found a way once again to play incredible defense in the second half and won a football game 25-15 to against arch-rival Florida. What do you make of this game in the cold Saturday night in Charlotte, Louisville, where they looking ahead? I don't know. They gave up 31 second-half points to Kentucky. Your thoughts on this game, Philly Godfather? Yeah, there's actually some uh, real sharp money on Louisville here. Plus four, plus three and a half, plus three. Forced the bookmakers to move this price down below that key number of uh, three. It's down to Florida State minus two and a half. There's also been a big five point adjustment to the total. That's down to 47 and a half as well. Uh, I mean, Louisville's played pretty good football this season. They've excelled, showing up for some big games. I mean, they took down Notre Dame when they were ranked 11th in the country. They shut down a Duke team that was ranked, what, among the top 25. Uh, but when you look at their losses this year, uh, it came by, what, a touchdown or less? Uh, and in both those games, they turned the ball over three times against Pitt and Kentucky. So they've been in <laughs> – I mean, they've had a, a great season. Uh, this is a really tough game to handicap here because, obviously, you got a back quarterback from Florida State who's actually been a good game manager 
he hasn't thrown a turnover. He hasn't thrown an interception, and that's huge uh, when you're looking to win these games. Uh, I think Florida State team, top to bottom on the roster, is better than Louisville's. I mean, they rank 10th in turnover margin. While Louisville comes in 44th in that metric. So Louisville has been a little loose with the football this season, which is big in a game like this one. You know, you're looking at a point spread under three points. Uh, Plumbers thrown for 11 interceptions on the year as well. And like I, like I said, turnovers have been an issue for this Louisville team in both their losses and throughout the season. Defensively, the Seminoles get a ton of pressure on opposing quarterbacks. They're ranked eighth in the country in sack percentage, while Louisville comes in 41st. Uh, Florida State has the much better pass defense, while Louisville's pass defense ranks in the basement of college football in every metric. I bet the under here, I went under 49.5. Currently at 47.5, I think there's still some value there if you're looking at that under. Uh, Louisville, I mean, their game plan is going to be try and run the ball down their throat to win this game, limit turnovers, limit mistakes, and chew up a ton of clock. Uh, I haven't bet the game yet, but if it keeps dropping, it gets down to one. I'll probably look to take Florida State just to win the game here. I mean, like I said, they're the better team, and this kid has been serviceable. He hasn't thrown any interceptions, and turnovers are you know, are a major key in who wins these games this time of the year. So I kind of like Florida State if it gets down to one. Yeah, I love the play. I love the under. If Louisville's going to win, they're going to have to run the football. Florida State gives up 140 yards a game on the ground. As you said, they have one of the best pass defenses in college football. Six of their 12 games, they didn't allow a touchdown pass so and they don't give up points in the second half they're only giving up 4.8 points a game so i i'm with you i i really like the under in this matchup between louisville and florida state all right alabama and georgia obviously bama was looking ahead last week it almost felt like georgia was as well georgia tech played with them last saturday philly godfather yeah both close games i mean it was a miracle i don't know how Alabama won that game uh, but this is a brand-new week, brand-new game, so forget about everything you saw last week. Throw it out the window. This game opened up. Georgia was a four-and-a-half-point favorite. It quickly moved to uh, Bulldogs minus six-and-a-half at some of the sharper sports books offshore. Some books in the States, you can still find a five, five-and-a-half or a six, depending on where you shop. And like I just said, it took a miracle for Alabama just to be here. And it looks like it's going to take another miracle to get into the playoffs. As of right now, oddsmakers have the current ad at plus 215 to make the playoffs. And ten to one to win it all. They're behind Texas at nine to one, Oregon at five to one, and Georgia, Michigan are both right around plus two hundred to win the whole thing. So they're going to need a big game here. Uh, but when it comes to betting this game, the point spread is always a great equalizer. And if this game gets to seven, I'll probably be on Alabama plus seven. Uh, after last week's scare with Auburn, the betting public won't be looking to you know back the Crimson Tide here against you know an undefeated Bulldogs team. And as of right now, I checked. My guys offshore, my guys in Costa Rica, Vegas, Atlantic City, they're saying seven out of every ten tickets placed right now. Uh, early action is on Georgia, so I never want to be on the public side. Uh, to me, Alabama's offensive line is going to have to play lights out here, but if they do, I think Nick Saban's team, defense, I think they, that can keep them in the game. Alabama also protects the ball better on offense. They're ranked 21st in turnover margin, while Georgia comes in 83rd. So if this game hits seven. I'll be on Alabama plus seven. I don't know if they can win the game, but I think they can cover that seven points. Mm, all right, very interesting. Plus seven if it gets there. Maybe you, know, you shop, and uh, if if the money continues to come in on uh, on Georgia, uh, we'll see again. Seven out of the ten, seven out of every ten uh, placement right now going with the dogs. Philly Godfather, tell us about your show. Tell us about how our listeners as well can get a hold of you. Yeah, every Thursday night, uh, you can find. Uh, 
You can watch the sports betting show. We live streaming on my Twitter account at Philly Godfather. We're on Jacob Sports Media on YouTube, and you can listen to the rebroadcast on Sirius XM Channel 159 and Sports Grid TV. Washington barely gets by Washington State. You can't say the same. Oregon had their way with Oregon State, but this is a rematch coming up on Friday night. Uh, what do you make of this one? Yeah, I'm a little bit of a in between a rock and a hard place here. I took a five to one ticket on Washington before the season started to win the Pac-12, and I never expected if you know if these two teams met this late in the season that Oregon would be a ten point favorite. So I can't even hedge that bet if I want to. You know, it's just a tough position to be in. But I think they overadjusted. I think the market's been overadjusted here. I don't think Oregon is ten points better uh, than this Washington team. I know Bo Nix is the odds-on favorite now, minus one seventy-five to win the Heisman. And Oregon's odds to make the playoffs, they've they got the uh, third-best odds behind Michigan and Georgia. They're at minus 340 to make the playoffs compared to plus 250 for the Huskies. But like I said, a 10-point adjustment in this matchup uh, might be a little bit too much. Last time they played, I know Oregon had seven more first downs. They had 130 more total yards. But they still didn't win the game. I mean, Washington won the game. It was a close game. And, and with a quarterback like Michael Penix, I think 10 points is too much. I like Washington here, plus the 10 points. I think it's a boatload of points. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. Ten, and yeah, apparently they have totally thrown out the first time uh, these two teams met. It is, for one reason or another, much more difficult to win twice in one year in college compared to what we see, obviously, in the NFL. Philly Godfather, let's wrap it up. Monday night football, the limping Cincinnati Bengals here to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, and as everyone follows me on Twitter, I Philly Godfather knows. I mean, the Jags are one of my dark horses. To win the Super Bowl this year, we took about 28-1 to before the season started, and they haven't disappointed. Uh, they've made us all a bunch of money this year if you bet them each and every week. They're 8-3 against the spread, 7-1 against the spread as favorites. They've won seven of their last, what, eight games. Their only loss came to the 49ers, and that's probably the best team in the NFL when they're healthy. Uh, right now, the line's as high as nine offshore. It's a little high to me, especially with uh, the Jags missing a, a cam on the offensive line. But I'm not looking to fade this Jags team, man. They're about to go on a run. Trevor Lawrence seems like he's playing better football each and every week. I'm actually going to wait to see what happens in the Broncos-Texans game because if the Broncos beat the Texans, well, maybe the Jags take their foot off the pedal here. Uh, so I'm going to wait to see what happens hmm. in that Broncos team, which right now you grab 90-1 to one on them. If they win again and they beat the Texans, watch out for this Broncos team in the AFC. They're catching some heat. They're catching some fire. and They're getting hot late. Yeah, they had the longest win streak right now in, in all of the NFL. Pretty incredible. All right, I, I, I agree with what you're doing here. Yeah, might as well wait and, and see what ends up happening. All right, Philly Godfather, uh, once again, all your information out there for our listening audience. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Philly Godfather. You can stop by the phillygodfather.com and watch our show every Thursday night between 6 to 8. On my Twitter account, at Philly Godfather. You can listen to it on Sirius XM Channel 159. Best of luck with all your plays, Philly Godfather. Talk with you next week. Good luck, guys. Here he goes, Philly Godfather, playing some dogs this weekend. You're going to wait on that uh, Jaguar-Cincinnati Bengals game. Makes a lot of sense uh, if, if you listen to what he just gave you. Absolutely does. Okay, we're going to have a one-hour total for you coming up on the other side. We're also going to talk with our good friend John Osher, uh, senior writer from Jaguars.com. Still asking for $100 donations 904-207-7070 you can bump it up to $116 if you would like okay that would be incredible during our 16th anniversary of the radiothon you can also get us 
on on um, uh, on a text. This text goal two four three seven two five tcjfund.org slash radio thon. One other side note, tomorrow night we're on the road, six to eight, party sponsored by Miller Lite. We will be at Monkey's Uncle out of the beach. That's six to eight Miller Lite beer specials and two tickets that you can register register for to win for the Jaguars Monday night football game against the Bengals. Let's get ready for our second hour. Please donate to the J-Fun Radiothon. The number is 904-207-7070. Let's go into the night with Rick Ballou on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, we're in our second hour, final hour of the J-Fund Radio Thon, 904-207-7070. Ask for 100 bucks. All right, if you can get it up to $116 in honor of our 16th anniversary, that is appreciated. And you can also really up the ante, 904-207-7070, or text GOAL, 243725, or go to tcjfund.org. Slash Radiothon. John Osher, Jaguars senior writer, is about five minutes away. And we'll get to some Jaguar talk. Because, of course, they have uh, an extra day off before Monday night football. Let's bring back our good friend, though, Tom Champion. The very latest on the numbers here at the J-Fun Radiothon. Tommy, what do you got for us? One programming note, Rick. Hacker After Dark follows you tonight. And if you don't get a chance... To get your donation into Rick, you can get it into Hacker. What will happen at 8 o'clock is the phone bank will close, but you'll be able to text or go to the website until 10 o'clock. Now, the update that you are waiting for, remember the Rising family was looking for a match for their $1,116 donation. Well, we got one from Dr. Michael Erhard. $1,116, so the Rising family is going to Uh, double it up with another one. Thank you to all the Rising family and Dr. Dr. Michael Erhard. Thank you, doctor. I mean, just sensational. So these numbers help add up to this number, Mm -hmm. 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. The first hour of Into the Night with Rick Ballou, $13,026 in that one hour. And, Rick, that's one of the better hours of the entire day. Well, I owe it all to the listeners. Okay, Absolutely. I mean, they, uh, they are outstanding. Uh, some of them getting ready to be third shifters. Okay, and I, we think they're a little bit different at night, and we love it. Yeah, I used to work the third shift. Oh, I know, man. So what a great 6 o'clock hour. Well, well, listen to what it adds up to. Oh. At 7 o'clock, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., 1010XL listeners, Jacksonville people, have raised $259,202. So that is $10,000 more than last year's all-time record. $259,000. That's hard to sink in, isn't it? $259,000. Man, that that is incredible. This, This is typically... A more difficult hour uh, at seven o'clock, so you know the expectations are not as high. But 
I just have a feeling that something crazy is going on right here tonight. I, I wanted 275. I thought 275. You know, you're asking for sixteen thousand dollars. Sixteen thousand, yeah. In order for that to happen, that that would defeat our six o'clock hour of uh, of more than thirteen thousand dollars. I'm not saying you can't do it out there as a listening audience, um, but it will be real interesting to find out what in fact is going on. And uh, as you pointed out, hacker as well. Uh, coming well, on, well, at Rick. 8:00. I know you've got a Florida State education. Yeah, yes, six, I do. Sixteen thousand dollars is. 16 $1,000 gifts. Yes. If 16 people say, hey, I can afford $1,000 to help the families battling childhood mm-hmm. cancer right here in Jacksonville, there's your $16,000. No doubt about it. Love it. Tom Champion, appreciate the, le- uh, the very latest. Uh, once again, we're up to $259,202. We have this hour to add to that. Also, a special guest coming up in about 15 minutes. Let's ring up another guest on the All-Pro Roofing phone line. Of course, our guest is John Osher. Let me give you that number one more time, though, before I bring uh, Johnny O on. 904-207-7070. Ask for 100 bucks or more. Bump it up to $116 if you would like. And, uh, you know, out of uh, our anniversary, our 16th anniversary. You can also text GOAL243725. Or go to tcjfund.org slash Radiothon. Much more coming up, and that includes right now, with our good friend John Osher. Of course, he is the senior writer at jaguars.com. John, we talked about winning on the road last Wednesday night, and once again, they continue to do that. That's, by my count, that's nine straight regular season wins by this franchise away from the bank. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've been saying eight because Atlanta's sort of a, you know, it's not fair to call that a home game. Yeah, you know, by the team, and then call it a road game when it's convenient. But yeah, nine, eight, whatever. Uh, you know, I think that is as I think we talked about it last week. It's it's as telling a stat on the maturity and the professionalism of this team as you can have. And I get, yeah, uh, we'd love to win at home and all that. But it, if you can go on the road and handle business, uh, you know, that's, it, it's a lot easier to figure out winning at home than it is on the road. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would say this, um, they were trying to figure out how to learn how to win until halfway through last season. Now to me, they're a team that expects to win. Uh, they do the thing, when it's time to take control of a game, uh, that winning on the road thing is a, uh, it's a hard thing. It's a rare thing. And I think that serves them well going forward. What a performance by Josh Allen. And, you know, the other side of this performance is how rock solid Laramie Tunsil has been in his career. And I get he wasn't a hundred percent, but then again, who is uh, at this point of the year? He had never allowed more than four pressures to one single defender, eight by Allen against Tunsil, and then 12 overall. If you go to the other side for Josh, um, just, uh, you know, maybe his best, arguably his best game as a Jaguar. Yeah, I I don't know how else you frame it other than his best game as a Jaguar. Uh, although he's had some good, you know, a uh, couple of three-sack games. Uh, this year already, 
He had the Bills game a couple of years ago uh, where he dominated. But some of those were sort of turnovers, hard to control. Um, you know, I I thought they had a good plan overall to rush the passer. They were clearly trying to keep him in the pocket, for, you know, disrupt him. Uh, to me, Josh is this. I, I've always thought he was really good, even when he was frustrated with not getting sacked. Uh, he's getting home a little more this year. Um, they're also leading a lot more, which I think helps him a lot. He's taking advantage of his situation. Um, but big-time players, big-time plays, big moment. Uh, to me, you couldn't ask more from Josh this whole year in that game. And uh, good for him. It, He's a good guy who's always been this motivated. One thing before you ask me one more thing. I keep getting questions about contract year, and I get it's a contract year for him. I think it's doing him a disservice to say, well, he's motivated by the contract. He's never struck me as a guy who didn't want it like this. It's good timing. I think he's better. But I don't think this is all contract year. I think you can pay him and not worry about motivation if you follow me. I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what J.J. and I were talking about last night. You can make this case for so many guys, but knowing Josh a little bit in his personality, I don't get the feeling that he's going to get the bag and then all of a sudden not show up next year. That That's not the case for this player. No, and it's interesting. And you can say, well, then what happened? But uh, he, I didn't sense any more off-season motivation this year than I did last year. And it, it if you think about it, 2022 was sort of a contract year for him, too. It was fourth year, and he balled out or whatever you call it. Um, he would have gotten paid in the offseason. So, you know, it's it's not that much different than his motivation last year. I just think he's a good player. Uh, I think Trayvon Walker on the other side helps because I think he pushes the pocket. I think teams have to account for him as well. That's not saying anything that Josh isn't doing. I just think, you know, he's taking full advantage of his opportunities this year. He's maybe a half step, a half second quicker on some things. But I I guess this is more of a praise of Josh Allen. Yeah. To me, I don't think he's that much better than he's been in the last couple of years because I've always thought he was a big time player. John Osher is our guest. He joins Rick Belich and every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. We are also right now in the midst of our 16th annual J-Fund Radiothon. We're asking for $100 right now, 904-207-7070. $116 would be spectacular in celebration of our 16th year with the J-Fund Radiothon. You can also text GOLD to 243725 or go to slash. Radiothon. All right, I have two questions left. Let's begin with this passing offense. Second consecutive game, stretching defenses. And I, I know with some of this, you can point to Zay, but he had what? Four catches, 20 yards, two weeks ago, one grab a, a week ago. Um, in 45 games, this is the longest average per pass attempt for Trevor Lawrence. What do you make of the last two weeks? Is Zay Jones a decoy? What, what's going on with this passing offense? Well, I think Trevor's letting it come to him, uh, you know, to use the phrase they like to use, organically. I think a couple of things. Um, he's not forcing the ball anywhere, uh, which is what they always kind of wanted to do. 
I think early in the season, they couldn't quite decide, do we force the ball to Ridley? Do we let it happen? You combine that with not having Zay Jones, uh, who, whether or not he gets catches, it's not a matter of a decoy. It's just the defense has to play him on him. So then Trevor can sit there and go, okay, well, who's the most open? Well, guess what? Ridley's going to be the most open a lot because he's the most special guy of the group, meaning he can create the most one-on-ones, et cetera. I also think something subtle you may not notice. Last week, um, they didn't run the ball great, but you wouldn't have known that by the way they tried to approach it, meaning they kept running. They did not abandon the run, even when it was getting one or two yards. I think the Texans the entire game still had to honor it, and I think that helped Trevor get stuff downfield. When I was in Indy, Peyton Manning always talked about, look, running is not as important to the passing game as as establishing the threat of the run. The defense must believe you're going to run. I think the Texans believed they were going to run and had to honor it. I think that opened that stuff downfield too. Plus, you know what? I think Trevor's playing better. And I'm glad you said that because I wanted to wrap uh, with Dearness Johnson and, and this rushing attack. Yeah, I mean, two weeks ago, 36 rushing attempts. A couple of days ago, 30 rushing attempts in consecutive games. And, and, and sometimes numbers don't justify, and that's kind of my point here. I mean, seven carries for 19 yards for Dearness Johnson. The eye test said it was better. I know he had the long reception. But he ended up playing 30 snaps, which I think is huge now because ETN's had a lot of wear and tear. Just your thoughts on what you saw out of Johnson. Well, I think he he gives them veteran uh, stuff. He's obviously a really good receiver, too. Or he can make something happen with short passes. Again, I think it's one more guy that, uh, you know, is is Dearness automatically going to win you a game? Uh, Maybe not every week. But if if you're a defense, you also can't ignore him. And I think that's what they've got again is, you know, when he's in the game, if you ignore him, all of a sudden he's got a 35-yard screen. It's one more guy that the defense has to take seriously. And in the NFL these days, if the defense has to take your run seriously, which it felt like they did, and that's why they're running so much, even even to no avail, so to speak, they believe that if they, if they stick with it, it's eventually A, going to work, and the team's going to have to honor it, and you're going to get more downfield. John Osher, ladies and gentlemen. Get everything from John and his staff. Just go to jaguars.com, and, of course, he is the senior rider. John, thanks a lot. See you tomorrow in the locker room. Rick, look forward to it, buddy. There he goes, John Osher. Good stuff there. Jaguars keep winning. Home and away, away and home. I mean, this team and, – and, hey, I didn't even mention the Cam Robinson injury. Okay, I mean, we, we know about that. And Walker a Little back at left tackle. And Ezra Cleveland now inserted at left guard. Another brilliant trade by Trent Bulky. And I, I was raving about Bulky on Twitter over the weekend with Brandon McManus. I jinxed him. I mean, he was 19 for 19 when I set out the tweet. But if you want to blame me for that, fine. Um, Bulky deserves credit for those moves. Jacksonville will be taking on Cincinnati, of course, no Cam, and you've had no Tyson Campbell, and you've had the healthy scratch of Devon Hamilton, but the Bengals are really, really beaten up. Massively beaten up. So money coming in on the Jags right now. You probably get it somewhere around eight, eight and a half points. Uh, who knows? That could go up to nine by Monday. All right, we're going to have a special guest coming up right here on 
the other side. You can donate. 904-207-7070. 100 bucks or more is what we're asking. You can also text GOAL243725 to tcjfund.org. Radiothon. This is a huge hour. Right now, we've barely made a blip. I understand we're only 17 minutes into this hour, but we haven't gotten it rolling yet. So anything you can donate is appreciated for these kids, for the families of these kids. 904-207-7070. That is the number for the J-Fund Radiothon. Into the Night with Rick Ballou on 1010XL 92.5 FM. How about that? There's been a lot of matching. There's been a lot of challenges that have gone on during our 16th annual J-Fun Radiothon. And boy, it has been a spectacular morning and into the night beginning at 7 a.m. this morning. At last look, we were up to $259,202. So we've already set a record I'm hoping for $275,000, so that would take a huge effort by you here during the 7 o'clock hour at 724 with you tonight till 8, and Hacker uh, will take over at 8 o'clock. Or ask for 100 bucks, 904-207-7070. You can give $100. How about 116 bucks? Uh, recognizing our 16th annual J-Fund Radiothon. So, again, the number is 904-207-7070. You can also text GOLD to 243725 or go to tcjfund.org slash radiothon. This looks like a whole bunch of fun. Are you kidding me? Uh, Taquisha. Did I say it right? Yes, sir. I did. I did. I love it. I, and you were your friend? Who My was, mother. Your, that is, <laughs> wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought that that was your sister. That's your mom? She can go for it. Oh, okay. So we got mom and daughter here. And yeah. and uh, your young uh, your daughter, nine-year-old Sakaira, has yeah. uh, unfortunately dealt with some difficult times with uh, neuroblastoma. Take us through the very latest, how is your nine-year-old? She is doing much better since the surgeries. She's doing much better since the chemos. She is still coming through, and she's doing really good right now. Uh, take us through the the finding out. When, when were you able to discover that, that something was not right? Well, when we were, her grades dropped. When I got a report card, I realized her grades was dropped, and she wasn't eating, but I thought she was just being a kid and didn't want to, you know, listen, so... I told her, I was like, I'm upset. You're not getting your grades. I yelled at her. And then when I walked towards her, she fell backwards. Um, you know, I remind you, she was going to the doctors every day, you know, for checkups. And they didn't say nothing about it. So she had it for a while. But when she fell back to the floor, I said, "My something wrong. We rushed her to the hospital. That's when we find out she had uh, at stage four cancer. Mm. Okay, so I, I, I'm not aware of neuroblastoma. Tell us a little bit, please, about what that is and how it was uh, discovered. Um, it was discovered on her liver. Um, okay. It's a, it's a tumor that grows and grows, which caused her to stop eating. So it swelled up her entire stomach because it came from the back to the front. And it was mm. inching towards her heart. So we caught it at the nick of time before, you know. Oh, wow. Now, how long ago was this? This was April 25th when I first found out the diagnosis. Of this year? hmm Okay, so here we are now at the end of, of November. What is the latest? Um, she is still going through the, you know, chemo, the changes. 
but it's increasingly getting better and better and better oh, as that's we awesome. go. So okay. I'm getting my daughter back. Hey, mom, this is this is awful. I mean, this, this is tough news, and we're, we're glad it's getting better. Uh, what is the Tom Coughlin J Fund meant to you during this <laughs> entire process since April? Do you want me to get started with this? <laughs> yes, we would love you to. I would honestly say J Fund has been the angel in my family because I'm a single mother of four kids. So I just got a house. I just got two promotions. I just got a brand new car all in like one month, and I got two promotions on my job. So I'm charged up ready. So I just kept thinking I'm going to lose everything. So one of my families reached out and said, hey, we'll start your GoFund. That's all we can do for you. So they started Sakara versus Neuroblastoma and didn't get any help. But when I took her to the doctor and heard about j j swooped in and saved my life. Because when you're a single mother, you don't have nothing else to fall back on. You just have you, your kids, and what you accomplish. So j said, nope, we're not going to let you fall. And they picked me up so high. That's why people are like, why are you so happy and you're going through so much? j saved my life because I could have just died. I would have died because, you know, I come from a home where my family take care of me. So to give that to your children and then you have to take it from them and let them live a certain way? No. So I was about to lose my mind, but j said, no, you won't lose your mind today. They took care of my house, my car, my job. My job jumped, jumped in with j and said, hey, she ain't got to lose your job. So life has been amazing since j So thank you, j That is incredibly powerful, Aquisha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is outstanding. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Now, so how you said it was a friend who pointed you in the direction of the J-Fund originally. How did you find out about him? Nemours. They okay. Was telling me, like, you know, someone yeah. can help you because I was already devastated, crying, sick, like, Lord, I'm just going to give up. Um, but they was like, no, there's a J fund. I'm like, J fund, Tom Coughlin fund. And the minute I connected with Miss Natalie, they all, it's like people came from everywhere, just jumped in, took care of everything, our food. I mean, oh gosh, I can go on. Like, it's not even enough time for me to go on to what J fund did for my family. What what a special story. Um, now, obviously, they're there, as you said, to to help you uh, as far as finance, uh, finances and things along those lines. What about your other three kids? What did the J Fund do for them? They kept them my, a part of my daughter. They They didn't make her feel like she was just the only one going through it. Everything they had, they said siblings are allowed. So my kids was allowed to share the fund of J Fund. So, you know, because at first they was like everything was distant because mommy got to work still, try to keep everything. But J-Fon said, nope, I'm going to take care of this. Come on in. So J-Fon was like a, a angel in, in disguise for my life. This is such a beautiful story. I mean, th- this really, truly is. I, I am just thrilled. And I'm, you know, I've been doing this for 16 years, so it, it's, it's not a shock to me. But, I mean, your emotion is so real. It's so true. Tell us about your beautiful nine-year-old, Sakira. Well, she was a model at four and five. She was a runner-up model. She's Miss, U- Miss Teen USA. Yes. Really? Um, okay. She's a dancer. She's vibrant. She's a honor roll. So, I mean, she's like the most vibrantest child. Like Even during the cancer floors, she's the only little girl running around the floor, cancer floor just dancing all on top of the people. I had to put her back in the room. So she's just full of life. So she's amazing, and she's, like, fighting through it, and she got it. She got it. Um, wow. Uh, th- th- this really does warm the heart. Uh, final thought. Just 
explain to our listeners, because they're putting up record-setting numbers. We're almost at $260,000, and we, this gets bigger and better every year. But you may think, oh, I have, only have $100. It's $116. It's really not going to make a difference. You've seen the difference. Tell that to the listeners, please. Well, the difference is when you are a single mother that does not have the father in the household, all you have is your income to maintain your children. And if you walk out or lose or make one wrong step, you can lose your whole everything. Your children can be homeless. You can be on the streets. But when you have a funding like J-Fund that stopped this single mother with four kids from losing my entire life, I could have just jumped off a bridge um, at the time. But J-Fund just decided to not let us fall. They came through for Christmas. They came to our house. Um, and a lot, I didn't have family. I didn't have no family. I had to cry in my room. The reason why my son decided to run away from home because he heard mommy crying in the room because I'm like, I don't want to see y'all fail. My parents didn't let me fail, and I'm going to fail y'all. But J-Fun literally said, nope, I'm taking your siblings. Whatever surprises Sakari got, got dog it. My children got every function, every food, every gift, every, everything. J-Fun made sure my entire family had it all so far. A single mother have, coming from just working and taking care of your kids to nothing, and J-Fun said, we won't let you fail. That was the most amazing. That's something family didn't do. Family couldn't help me because, you know, they had their own life, and I love my family. But J-Fun, that's why they say, why are you still so excited? What makes you so excited in a time like this? Because J-Fun did not let me fall. And this goes for every family out there, some, some women that who don't have help, like fathers in their lives and children's lives. This made an, an impact in our life. We kept our home. We living good. And I'm so happy still, even though she's coming through, but I'm so happy. So thank you, all the angels of J-Fun, for saving my family, saving my house, saving my home, saving my kids, um, keeping me and my kids' relationship. When my son ran away from home, he came back, and I said, hey, we got it. And then at that time when he ran away, they had a functioning, and we all got back together that day. So he said, Mom, I'm sorry. And just thank you, Jay Fun. I mean, I can go on, but we ain't got that much time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I do want to say this, and I just met you for the first time, Taquisha, but even though your downtime, you talked about some of those very negative things, crying or whatever, you can feel your positivity. Mm-hmm. And that, to a nine-year-old girl going through something like this, is more than any drug or anything in the world uh, could provide. So that is a testament to you as a mother to be privately, clearly bothered, but publicly Absolutely. as positive as you can be for that young lady. That That is tremendous. And, and you deserve a lot of recognition for that. Yeah. I mean, I give God the glory for sending Jay Fun. Jay Fun saved me from dying, losing my life, my children going in orphans, should my they saved my life, and I give God the glory, and I give J-Fun to thank you so much, people. Thank you so much, everyone. It was angels. We was, thank you. God bless you, and God bless your nine-year-old uh, Sakaira and the rest of your family as well. Thank yes, you so sir. much for thank stopping you. by. Thank you. Boy, what a pleasure that was. What a great story. Uh, if you can donate, we would love uh, to accept your donation. 904-207-7070. $100 bucks is outstanding. 116 bucks. How about that? In honor of our 16th annual J Fund Radiothon. So that's 904-207-7070. You can also text GOLD to 243725 or go to tcjfund.org slash radio.
Thong. Once again, 904-207-7070. Much more to do. We roll tonight till 8 o'clock along with J.J. LaSalva. I'm Rick Ballew. Into the Night with Rick Ballew on 1010XL 92.5 FM. How cool is that, huh? That's a real-life story, ladies and gentlemen. And she was pouring out with emotion. Tequisha. What a cool name. T-E-Q-U-I-S-H-A. Tequisha. It's got a little bit of a Canadian touch to it, right? With the Q-U, am I I right? That's Uh, what I thought when I heard that name. She's definitely Canadian. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but what a, what a, uh, and, and Sakaira is an annual, I don't know, you know, it's, uh, every year it just takes you places, it, it, it does, and sometimes I think about what I do and how really stupid it is compared to real life stories, real, real life problems, the J Fund works. And it's an honor to be a small part of this uh, charity. We're winding down. We're really behind our goal in this hour. I don't want to take away from anything that has been accomplished so far today. It's been sensational. We are at $259,000, which is a record. I was hoping for two seventy-five. dollars You could still donate. We have about 18 minutes to go. 904-207-7070, 904-207-7070, asking for 100 bucks. You want to give $116 to honor our 16th anniversary for the J-Fund Radiothon, you can. And boy, has this ever grown since the first year that we did this. 16 years now. I mean, where are we going to be by year 20? What's the goal going to be at, at that particular time? I, I know I... Yeah, I grew up, and Tom Coughlin would be aware of this from his days in Boston with the, um, you know, Boston College Eagles. But on WEI radio, they always do something called the Jimmy Fund, and uh, that I believe they do it for uh, like three days, and you know they'll raise more than a million dollars. But that that's a huge city, right? I mean, that's all throughout New England, and you know they're getting money from. Uh, not only Massachusetts, but Rhode Island and Connecticut, and New Hampshire and Vermont, and Maine and and them all. And it's been going on for a very long period of time. I remember year one with this, how we started from scratch. And now to look at it here in our 16th year, record setting numbers each and every year. So it really is pretty cool. 904-207-7070. If you can donate, asking for a hundred bucks, you can also text GOAL243725 to tcjfund.org slash radiothong. A couple of minutes left. Do you realize what's going on tomorrow? We're on the road. We are on the road. We'll be out at um, Monkey's Uncle out at the beach, and I have two tickets in my back pocket for Jaguars Bengals. It's a party sponsored by Miller Lite. and have some great Miller Lite beer specials. So that'll be tomorrow night, 6 to 8. Tiger Woods tees off tomorrow. Oh, 
the hero, or what right? is it called? In the Bahamas. So the 47-year-old has said that he'd like to play once a month if he can do it. I, I heard from a little birdie yesterday. I don't think this has been documented anywhere, but that his plan is to play in this year's Players' Championship in March. With that his body, that feels like a long ways away. It, it really does. 11.52 a.m. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tea time for Tiger. I think it's like his tournament out there or something. It is. Yeah, yeah the Hero World Challenge. So, But to me, that's, that's the story. Yeah, I got to watch. No doubt about it. Uh, also today, Jordan Travis gets Atlantic Coast Conference Player of the Year. Which is uh, which is interesting. I thought Jordan Travis had a better year last year than this year. Obviously, they get injured, but then ask yourself who really had the great year this year in the Atlantic Coast Conference. It's it's pretty tough to just pinpoint as to who that would be. Uh, the transfer portal is crazy. It is absolutely insane. Max Brown leaves after getting a start for Florida. This past weekend against Florida State. Riley Leonard. Okay, there's a guy who got off to, if you look at the Clemson victory, got off to arguably ACC Player of the Year type of uh, of start, but got injured, was re-injured during the Florida State game. He is, um, and it looks like it could be Notre Dame or Auburn, they're already saying for Riley Leonard. And we talked about Tyler Van Dyke yesterday. Uh, Max Johnson has already announced where he's going to go to school. I love that. The portal's not even officially open. He's like, not only am I in it, I already got a school. UNC. Max Johnson is a true freshman, went into the swamp and won. The shoe game. He, you know, was the starter, then was benched at A&M. What do you think the price tag was this early for Max Johnson to leave Texas A&M to go to North Carolina? So I saw today that Matt Rule in a press conference said that any decent like quarterback in the portal is between one one point five and two million. So Max is probably in that middle tier, I would say. He's not, you know, uh, everyone loves Will Rogers. They think he's like the number one. He was really good at Mississippi State when Leach was there, and then when Leach wasn't there. Yeah. Different scheme. Yeah, he's available too. So I'm thinking Max is probably a 1.5-ish guy. Big money. Big, big money. Um, We talked about it last night, and we haven't really had an opportunity to get into it tonight, obviously because of what we've been doing here with the J-Fund. Perhaps we'll spend some time on this on Thursday, but I'm trying to read between the lines here with Bill Hancock and Boo Corrigan whether it's the four best or the four most deserving. And Bill Hancock said there's no such thing as the four most deserving. Okay, so what does that mean? If you have four teams ranked now and they all win, do they all go? The other side of me, when you look at a guy like Boo Corrigan, and for crying out loud, his name is Boo Corrigan. Okay, if that's not an SEC name, I don't know what is. This seems like it would be a perfect opportunity to put two in from the SEC where you can just simply say, hey, this is why we need a 12-team playoff, right? Florida State got screwed. Let's get to a 12-teamer. Then we won't have these issues in the future. 
Um, but that's going to be really interesting, okay? Because I keep hearing how Louisville just lost to a middle-of-the-road Kentucky team. Now Florida State's got to take on that Louisville team. I don't hear at all how Alabama won on a miracle to a middle-of-the-road Auburn team. Isn't it interesting how you can, with your own personal agenda, describe a certain scenario? So we'll see. For those of you who are wondering, and I am, if there was a 12-team college football playoff and it consisted of the top four teams getting a bye, top six conference champions, and the top six at large, well, this is what, in fact, we would have right now. Actually, I'm, I'm looking at it this way. I believe it is the five and seven plan. Okay, five conference champions and the seven at-large teams. As a matter of fact, why don't we make that this? Now, today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. All right, final day in November tomorrow. Those incentives are outstanding. Again, just go to Key right across the street from Tinseltown, South Side again. I love my Key. GMC Sierra Truck. The GF loves her Key Buick Enclave. But if it was to end today, this is the way it would be. George is your top seed. They would get the winner of an 8-9 and nine seed matchup, which is Alabama. And Missouri, your two seed is Michigan. They would get the winner of the 7-10 seed matchup, Texas 7 and Penn State, 10. Three seed would be UW. They would get the winner of a six seed Ohio State and an 11 seed Old Miss. And your four seed is Florida State. They would get the winner of a five seed Oregon and a 12 seed Tulane. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Tulane was the first ever road trip I took as a uh, freshman at Florida State. Going into New Orleans and playing in the Superdome. Let's bring in our friend Hacker Nation. We continue with the J-Fun Radiothon. Asking for your donations, 904-207-7070. Asking for $100 or more. $116 bucks would be cool. That would represent the 16th year of the Tom Coughlin J Fund Radiothon. So you could celebrate our anniversary. You can also text GOAL to 243-725-TCJFund.org slash Radiothon. Hacker Nation, we are putting up historic numbers today with the Radiothon. Yeah, it never ceases to amaze me the generosity of people in this town. I was talking to Tom Champion on my way in, who does a fantastic job with this every year. First year we did this, 16 years ago, it was $18,000 that we raised. Is that what And it we was? thought that was a gigantic deal. And I think the next year it went to $40,000. By the last cow, and they're still tallying things up. And by the way, just the phone lines are going to be gone at 8 o'clock. We're going to take the website and the text, the goal you mentioned, at 243-725, through my show, through 10 awesome. o'clock tonight. Over a quarter of a million dollars. Insane. It's unbelievable. It is. I, I mean, look, I say this every year. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat or an Independent a, uh, from a sports world, a Gator, a Seminole, you know, Bulldog. 
whatever you are, this is a day that unites us because nobody here in Jacksonville, Florida, wants to see families suffer any more than they have to when they have children battling this disease. And this day always meant something special to me. But then when Forrest was born, you know, four years ago, and I became a dad, and just thinking about what these families go through, just, oh, it, it just tears at your heart, man. So I, I, I will never ask somebody to donate if I don't. And I came in, I made my donation. It's the best, you know, hundred and some odd dollars I spend all year because I know what the cause is that it goes to. And uh, we'll keep it going through 10 o'clock tonight. And they do such a great job with the charity, too. There, there's not um, overhead and things like that. I mean, some of these charities, you got to read the fine print. Not here. Uh, it all goes uh, to these families. It's uh, it's just phenomenal. You're right. There's nothing worse than when your kids are sick. You oh. don't know what's going on. Every father, every mother out there would much rather, you know, take that sickness at the expense of your kid being better. So glad you're going to keep these phone lines. Uh, excuse me. Glad you're going to keep everything open uh, tonight. And again, the numbers nine zero four two zero seven seventy seventy. Hundred bucks or more is absolutely. Uh, incredible if you can do that. All right, what else you got on top tonight? Yeah, obviously we're going to spend some time on the Jaguars. My friend Cecil Shorts, former wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars, he was actually on the sideline in Houston. He's a former Texan as well, so we had a bird's-eye view of the Jaguars and the Texans, so we'll get Cecil Shorts on at about 8.30 or so tonight. We'll also do a little college talk in Gainesville. The departures are beginning both on the coaching staff and via the transfer portal, Graham Hall, 247sports.com, as we try to make sense of what this offseason will look like down at the University of Florida. I was surprised the quarterback left. Were you? I I was surprised, but I think just reading through the tea leaves, I don't know this, but my inkling is that probably means Graham Mertz is coming back, and that probably means that Max Brown believes they're in good standing with DJ Wagway. Yeah. Because why else would you leave unless you have a pretty good, uh, you know, affirm that uh, Mertz is coming back and Lagway is coming in? Right, heck, have a lot of fun. Thanks, Rick. Folks, tomorrow night we're on the road. We will be at uh, Monkey's Uncle out at the beach. It's a party sponsored by Miller Lite. So, love to see you out there. We're going to have some Miller Lite swag. Also going to have two tickets uh, that you can register to win for the game Monday night between the Jaguars and and the Bengals. Still have time to get into your donation. 904-207-7070. 904-207-7070. Thank you to everyone here at the J-Fund Radiothon. That includes Tom Champion and his outstanding work. For J.J. LaSalva, my name is Rick Ballou. Thank you to all of your donations. Tomorrow night, Monkey's Uncle out at the beach. We'll see you at 6.